This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. She's an eco consultant and coach, and she's joining us right here on 729 a.m. Alma Pollard. How many hundreds of times have you and I been in conversation over the last nine years? I don't even know. Good morning and welcome. Is it nine years? That's lovely. (laughs) Good morning. Yes, it's lovely to listen to you talking about the wasps because I have them as well. Plenty of them. (laughs) But, you know, I have a natural pool and the wasps come every year to the pool as well. So I'm kind of, no, we just live, we, we live around them. And I think this you know, is live and let live is mostly my attitude. And we've spoken many times over the years when you step in and you kind of break the cycle for whatever reason, not with any malicious intent, but just because you don't want wasps around where you've got kids and pets. I mean, then that cycle that is somehow broken and that has an effect in, in that area. These things all happen for a reason and we step in as people and affect that often to the negative. Absolutely. So we're really just talking about mindfulness because, you know, everything we do has an impact and we don't always think about that. Mm. Elma, um, this feels like a little bit of a sad moment. I mean, you're not leaving the planet um, and you're not moving to Antarctic, but, you know, we, we, we are coming to the end of the season here, you and I talking about the green times. I know the green times is something so close to your heart. It must feel like one of your children. Uh, talk around the, 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 where it's come from and, and the point that you've reached here with the Green Times. We'd love to know. Yes. So, you know, basically my environmental mission started in 1990 when I started my green column at So my idea was always, and after that I wrote a column in the Burlander and then I started my own thing. 18 years ago, actually, now, mm. so it's quite a long time. So the idea was just that I wanted to inspire change in humans in order to try and avoid the the, um, the climate calamity that we are already into. So, you know, obviously one was still hoping that the, the ship could be turned around, which we gradually learned it's, it's not going to happen like that. Yeah. Um, so the idea was to, but my idea was always to inspire. My idea was never to to spread fear or anything like that, which is which eventually became important for people to actually take on board the facts because a lot of people couldn't do that. So you had to, we had to publish more 50-50 good news, bad news kind of things so that people also understand how, how urgent things are. So that's really how it developed. And, of course, I've also did eco-consulting, helping businesses to green up their procurement and their operations in line with a sustainability policy. And, I mean, ideally every single house, every single church, every single grouping has a policy like that And mm. because uh, because we are busy, you know, turning the, 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 the ship around. So we are basically ending the Anthropocene era, era which is, you know, man consequences of man, yeah. And hopefully going to becoming, a, a, I said we should shift to eco-pocene, but I call it post-anthropocene, where, where, where the planet comes first, where the environment comes first in all decisions, which is completely natural because mm. that is our home and that is what shelters us and that's what we need to survive on. So it's really just being more mindful, as we said earlier on, of whatever we do, what our impacts are. And this is a journey for the rest of our lives here. Certainly, it'll take a long time to change how humans think about their actions. So there's basically a wake-up 
happening in humans on the planet is basically a, a soul slash soil restoration. You know, soul and soil run together. We are part of the soil as well. Um, so for me, my focus, I mean, I've been working as a coach for many, many years, also decades. And I just want to focus more on the deeper work now, the bigger picture, supporting people with climate anxiety, because there's a lot and all the all the difficulties that people are having with, you know, the depressions and even suicides. My work is just deepening mm. for the next couple of years. Um, but of course, it's all the same mission still. And what happens to the green times as we currently know it, Elmo? I think we'll just leave it leave it up for a while because you know it's an enormous resource yeah. of information that remains um, current. So it would thousands of stories there. So we at this point just decided just to leave it up, just so that it can still be used by people and still remain kind of a resource. Um, and then we'll see from there. It remains quite popular. I've many times on social media, people have asked questions around things happening in the world from an environmental perspective. Um, and, and often people share the link to the Green Times. So for a long time, just as Alma said, it's so many resources for such a very, very long time. Some of the stuff might be highlighting a, an event on a particular day, but so much of it is good, just generic information that doesn't matter what day of the week or a year you're reading it, it's important uh, education. So I want to encourage you that's listening this morning and uh, share it with those that you care about, thegreentimes.co.za for the time while it's still up there for the world to enjoy. Make sure you send as many people there to enjoy the hard work and effort that Alma and the team have put in. Um, so, Alma, I, I guess this, this isn't goodbye forever. This is just a, a break as the Green Times itself just uh, changes to – your focus changes from the Green Times to something else. But we'll definitely still in the future find plenty of reasons to connect with you because I think you think in a way, Alma, and talk about things that I've never encountered anywhere else. It's like you're this human <laughs> being unlike anyone I've ever met before and you've been a massive inspiration to me in my life and our home and in our family. So – we're so grateful that you, you know, the focus that you're moving to will still have a massive impact. Absolutely. Well, of course, I'm hoping to now create time for the books that I want to write and so on. So my own personal writing is what needs to get more time now. So no, some stories will come out. I'll probably just pop them out on social media or in time create another um, little platform for it. Mm. I'm sorry, that is the rubbish lorry coming past with a noise in the background. <laughs> They're probably not going to find too much at your on your uh, pavement this morning, Alma. <laughs> no, it's always frustrating to come here. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing for them to collect, or very little for them to collect. Um, no, nothing. Yeah. Uh, any other projects, Alma? We're always curious. Uh, again, we've sort of vicariously lived through you and the way that you see the world. I mean, I know uh, I speak with so much fondness always when I call you the frog lady because what you're doing is important in terms of the biosphere and the Helderberg. But any other projects that you're actively also engaged on in your community there in the Helderberg? Well, my other big focus for the year that um, started last year but also has been coming for a long time is this whole focus on on neurodiversity and I'm also a neurodiversity advocate. Basically, I have two children on the autistic spectrum. Mm. And um, so it's all about teaching the world that everybody is not equally wired and that people who think differently aren't necessarily wrong. So it's this whole diversity thing that goes also into brain diversity. 
so that we, in our society, we try to get everybody in the same box. Everybody must think and do the same. And mm -hmm. there are people uh, for whom that doesn't fit in, and they can't actually do that. So I am really, really keen on creating more opportunities for neurodiverse people in the business world, in 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 corporates, and also to bring the education to to the corporates in this country because they overseas there are lots of country uh, big companies who specifically employ people who are neurodiverse, and in South Africa there's very little knowledge and. People, very, very brainy, very clever people sit at home without work as a result. Wow. So that is, um, that's a big area of my focus. Well, that's an angle that, uh, yeah, that I've never heard of. Um, Alma, we've got a question. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's asking you here on the WhatsApp line. Alma, we've got so many crickets in our house. What's the point of a cricket in, apart from just keeping me awake at night? <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll have to ask the creator that question <laughs> exactly. But yeah. yeah, a shame that it can be so noisy at night, eh? Yeah. I mean, crickets normally come. I remember we had a cricket plague when I was in boarding school in Paul, <laughs> and it was to do with 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 kids having bits of food and stuff in their cupboards. I know yeah. that if if there's absolutely no plant, then you usually don't have them either. So they come for little crumbs and little bits of bits and pieces, and so usually just giving a really really good clean because um, they come for the smells of food mm. um, that normally helps a lot. I'm fascinated by this. I can't say. Yeah. Iemand heeft gegoogeld. Die vraag het ook om is: Do crickets do anything useful? We can see die persoon het ook gewonnen. Waar boekom is dat dan? Man is lekker koos van ander dieren geloof Yeah, I'm sure. You know, but even if we don't know what their use is, I have mm. learned that ultimately they do have a use. You know, <laughs> we just don't know everything. We know the tip of the iceberg in mm. terms of, of nature and this planet and how things work. In fact, the best thing to say is I don't know anything. <laughs> because essentially we, essentially we know, know nothing. There's just so much more, you know. Yeah. So, Alma, we don't want to make this into a really sad affair because I know that, uh, as I said earlier, tongue-in-cheek, you're not moving to Antarctic. You're very much part of the Helderberg community and you're nothing but a phone call away from us and we've got lots of things to discuss and some of the, uh, the different ways that you have of looking at the world around you and serving the world is a real eye-opener to so many, if not all of us, and we look forward to connecting in many ways. But I think from our side, just a massive thank you. You know, I can't imagine a Wednesday morning without you in it and I'm grateful that this one has you and me having a conversation like we have for almost a decade. So much love from me and from all of us here in the studio and from Radio K Pulpit for the way you've served us and how you've linked through from The Green Times also to the podcasts of our conversations that we've had. And there are literally hundreds of podcasts of you and my conversations up on our website. And you can link through to that even from The Green Times. So much love and appreciation for your expertise, your sacrifice, your time and your passion with which you've shared with our listeners and for the massive influence you've had on our lives. So, um, again, thanks you know, so much, Brad. Um, yeah. I basically want to say that I, I hand the baton to everybody. It's everybody's cause. And of course I keep my little portion myself because it's not for, I think the time for specific environmental lists to do certain things is, is really over. This is, we have the internal environment, internal environmentalists for, of everybody that should be awake by now and, and daily developing more and learning how to look at how to transform yourself from the inside out and therefore the world around you. 
So much love to you, Alma Pollard, uh, for the next little while still, ex- and probably forever, Executive Director of the Green Thank Times, you. also eco-consultant and coach. All. Thanks, Alma. Bye. Bye now. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.